everybody, welcome back to part two of Damon Albarn Extravaganza. This is Music Podcast, brought to you by Charlie Pike and George Lilia. That's me, your hosts. Today we are doing Blur 13, the 1998. 1999. Nine. Sorry, Spotify had a nine. Recorded in 1998, I'll give you that. Ah, yeah, I don't know why Spotify had it as 18. I, I knew there was 1999. I asked you just before I, we uh, did this. Just confirming. Don't trust um, Spotify. Fake news. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fake news. Uh, we are doing their sixth studio album. Sixth? Yeah, sixth one. And there's different levels of uh, popularity as far as Blur records go, but 13 is what got me. Mm, yeah, maybe got me most into Blur. Um, yeah, I mean, we're different ages, so it's yeah. it's gonna hit us differently. Yeah. Uh, so this was 1989, I for sure. I mean, was you were just a baby. That young, not that old. Uh, but I mean, this was fresh, a new Blur, um, and Blur's a banger. I have uh, certain moments where you're just like in a car mm-hmm. and a song comes, especially, and it, maybe it, it probably still happens, but releases are, songs are released on YouTube and stuff, and mm-hmm. just not like that, like, here comes a new song at five o'clock, blah, 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 that used to be kind of done. This is one, Tender was one of those songs. Yep. So Blur, this is their sixth album. They had a run of, they were the big Britpop band of the 90s. Them and Oasis were the the kings, and then you had all the other guys underneath. Um, Radiohead wasn't part of that. Verve wasn't part of that. Um, But it was these two kind of going back and forth, even though they don't sound anything like each other at all. Um, What other other Britpop bands, like Libertines? No, they were a little after. Uh, I know, I don't know who, like, the other big one. I mean, Suede. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just, well, the thing is, like, a lot of them just get, like most bands, they just go to obscurity. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Pulp. Pulp, yep. No, great. Big, great. Yeah, they're band. great. They're a great one. Javis Kaka. Javis Kaka. Um, but as far as, like, it's that whole Beatles Stones thing. Like, who are the big guys here? Like, all you fucking, you're not even mentioned. Yeah. Like, we're the big ones. <clears throat> Um, so they start off in that realm and very structured, tons of chords, mm-hmm. um, super British. Like, uh, there's quotes of Damon Arbon saying, like, I'm here to destroy grunge. Like, he just wanted to, he's sure he liked it, but he just, he's that guy who's like, I want to be anti whatever the popular thing is, and mm-hmm. I want to be popular for my thing. Yeah, and, and with the pride and English people are, are very proud of they uh, have some of they heritage. have a, they have a pretty good uh, roster of yeah. bangers. Yeah, I uh, think we cover most of them in our mm-hmm. fucking. Uh, I think the Beatles are from from. I read that from England. Let me check that on Wikipedia. Yeah, yep, that's right. You can just confirm Liverpool. That. We'll, well, if, if if you know where the Beatles are from, you can go ahead and just uh, email us. Give us a call. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they 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 have a a Beatles. Uh, thing going on for sure but they're I, I see them more as like kinks too you know they're oh, like for sure for just sure. satire and not and, and but angry it's like the songs are funny but they're just angry at, at um civilization or just the way of modern life they have that an album called modern life is rubbish really good songs but i get why people wouldn't get into them if you don't want to hear like there's no like feel like uh i don't want to say no feel though but there's no like personal songs he wrote a lot of songs and characters 
he ended up in Gorillas, which is perfect for him. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there was another quote from the bassist uh, saying, you know, I'm sick of you pretending to be someone else to express something you feel. There was a certain point, it's like, dude, just... Be you? Yeah, come yeah. out of the character thing. I love all those first four albums. They're great, but they are completely different. They do... I, I look at Blur more like Radiohead, where they had their early career, and then they just did the shift. Mm-hmm. They did, they, they definitely, and it probably took Auburn to get there, but to... More like self-realization, or just more like, yeah, fuck it, let's do what we want to do. Confidence let's become different. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he just really liked. He he loved. He's a he's a composer, a songwriter. Mm-hmm. He wanted to actually like sit there and think about what's the chord progression, how what little parts we add here. Instead of he even said instead of just feeling the song, mm-hmm. he was thinking about song, writing songs instead of just going like, this feels right. Yeah, it's only two chords though. Fuck it, I'm I'm feeling it. I'm gonna write a song on that. Um, and they had that shift, the album previous to this, which is their biggest seller, or the album was, um, the self-titled and everyone knows song too. It's at every sports arena, blah, blah, blah. That it's was their 1997. Song, which was a joke song at mm-hmm. first, just kind of making fun of <laughs> and doing, yeah, going on the whole grunge tip. And they actually wrote her. America, uh, America embraced that one. They made a good grunge, uh, yeah. poppy grunge anthem. song. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it, it, anthem. Was, it was just kind of a... A throwaway for them wasn't even going to be on the album, mm-hmm. but but if you listen to those first four albums and then the Blur self-titled, it's completely different and it's really experimental and it's weird. Yeah. Um, and this is so they did that, and they were working with Stephen Street, who worked on all their albums besides the first one, I think. You know, it was almost like they were Rick Rubin or whatever. Just mm-hmm. knew their sound, had everything perfect. They were one of the biggest bands in Europe. They did that switch. It was, um, I don't know if, if Damon Arbon wanted to get away get away from it more, or um, if it was the band. I, I think it was more um, Graham Coxon, the lead guitarist. He was getting into pavement um, and the indie bands of mm-hmm. of America and wanted and, to try to do that more and sound like that. And and in that. Not like necessarily sound like them, but what no. pavement does is pavement's very pavement, yeah. you know. And and uh, what's his name, um, Steve Alchemist, uh, just the way he sings, it's like and, and lyrics and and Albarn kind of does do that in a way where it's it's uniquely him, yeah. <clears throat> and and in this time, Blur was already like. Granted, this is their sixth record, so it's not like they, they came out of nowhere. Those first four, f- five is what uh, Think no Think Tank was after. the self titled uh, the self titled one. I'm talking about yeah, song two and show. Um, they they were huge already. No, oh, yeah, and I think this thirteen was definitely a, a like a step of maturation and a step away from. All right, boys, we're adults now. Yeah, and they're That's yeah, right, they're, they were in their thirties. Yeah, and this is a. Quasi breakup record. Yeah, that's that's a huge thread in our narrative, mm-hmm. and so you can't deny that mm-hmm. it's a lot of songs are straight about his breakup. Yeah, and they and they I guess not quasi was probably not the word. It's a breakup record, uh, and I feel like Blur grew up in this record. Yeah, like and split up. <laughs> yeah, grew up and split up. Yeah, yeah, it was after this, right? Yeah, they made another album after this where he was. Uh, Graham Coxon's on it, but they, he actually left during the recording of the mm-hmm. sessions. Um, mm-hmm. 
and it's kind of more of a the, just the that three was, other that guys. Was think tank. Yeah. yeah, but they were, this was a rough patch. Uh, you know, there's always to some degree drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, Graham Coxon had an alcohol problem, um, so that was distancing him and and uh, Damon. They, they had that cliche dynamic of lead guitarist singer and just kind of fighting over whatever the hell directions they want to go the sound Um, and just not communicating because of the alcohol problems then you got a guy who's going through a breakup that's fucking him they from interviews and reading during the time they were aware of it but they weren't directly talking about it until it was pretty obvious that he was singing about that but as I said earlier they were like finally write about what's personally going Mm -hmm. on people will feel that much more than your character songs making fun yeah. of society all the time. It's yeah. great you did that, but it's, it's, it's run its course. It's cheek, and it's, uh, yeah, cheekiness, cheekiness is, is entertaining for yeah so much. Yeah. And, and, and Damon Arburn is a cheeky motherfucker. And it's fun, it's to, point, it's fun to point at everyone yeah. else yeah. instead of pointing at yourself. Looking inward. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he does have those songs and, and those other albums, but not to this extent where it's just, this is like blood on the fucking mm-hmm. tracks. Um, that was actually used by the the bassist on one of the interviews too so they're letting it all out but not even are they letting it all out lyrically this just is space music mm-hmm. at certain at certain times it's country mm-hmm. certain times it's like folk songs like i i think of this as like and I, again it was from what i was reading it's like damon auburn came in with folk songs and then brought it to his band and was like, let's turn this into space music. Let's rip it. Like, let's start there. And that's what all these songs kind of do. They always morph. It's kind of like um, Yankee Foxtrot Hotel, where he had these really beautiful, mellow, sad mm-hmm. songs. And then the songs would just drift. Yeah. So they, they kind of were, and they were before Kid A. This was the first kind of big band that went like Going complete weirdly. 180. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. In that, in that regard, yeah, yeah, for sure. No, those first, those first five were, were that old, or young blur. Yeah. And again, just to repeat myself, the, the, they really like are like, oh, okay, now this is this is a band here. And the uh, and the record label was like, do not do this. This w- is career suicide. Yeah. Um, People want to hear blur. Be blur. Yeah, you're you're the biggest band in in England. That mm-hmm. that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they brought in a new producer. So they had Stephen Street. They brought in William Orbit, or William Orbit, who's an electronic DJ. And the, I like how they put him as they think of him as more psychiatrist. <laughs> and they want if if Damon Arbon's going to be letting out this personal shit, and you talk, you go to a psychiatrist. You don't talk to someone you've known your whole life. Yeah, Stephen Street. They, Getting a new guy, yeah. and he's just kind of like, "What the fuck's going on here?" This is this, this is disjointed. Yeah, but he, he he was almost like in Yankee Foxtrot Hotel. Uh, who's the producer for that album right now? I can't think of the name of him. But he would just he had them. He's like, "Bring in your bring in your folky songs, and then I want you guys just to jam. Just the band go, just just make up songs right off the cuff. Maybe maybe do a jam off that chord progression." Mm-hmm. Let's record tons of hours of music, and then we'll start just taking bits that we like. And it's it, this is almost like a, a puzzle of an album where just songs will shift halfway through, songs will end, and then there'll be like a two-minute jam at the end of one song, you know? So it's just this like constant yeah. ship-shifting record. And it can be off-putting to maybe to some people, but yeah, I'm with George. It's my favorite blur. Um, but when... I, I was already pretty aware of Blur. I, I was starting to get into their park life and the Great Escape. 
Yep. And then um, the self-titled album, which actually I didn't get into as much as I, I was more into the Britpop stuff, and then they did the self-titled album. And you you just you're thinking song too, so it's the the, the rest of the album sounds nothing Not, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I was thrown off at that time. I was just like, this is a weird album. I, now I love it, um, but that one threw me off. And then Tender came on the radio, and then '99. I mean, it was Limp Bizkit, Corn. And then it was also like Britney Spears and you know, uh, boy bands, boy bands, yeah. and then Eminem. So it was like that. And there's good, good in there, but it was just like that, like super pop stuff. And then I remember Tender coming on, and I thought it was another band at first, but I, they probably said this is Blur. Yeah. But I was like, what the? Fuck? Yeah. And Tender is a song where it's like I still don't know if there's an, any song that I'm like that reminds me of it. It's one of my favorite. It's probably maybe I don't know if it's my favorite Blur song, but. It's just such a dope song, and it you were you kind of were mentioning in the in the in the um, in the Gorillaz episode that we did uh, regarding Damon Albarn, where you say, okay, you know this is a Damon Albarn song, you know this is a Blur song. Mm-hmm. I feel like Thirteen really steps away from from that. There's a couple like Swamp Song, I tell you yeah. two. Uh, there's a couple songs on there where it's just like, who, who, who yeah. is this? They definitely put on a new coat identity. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and they just really like came came heavy with this. Well, almost like song two as well. If you were expecting tender, mm-hmm. you heard tender, you're like, oh, I guess it's gonna be this. That no. wasn't either. So yeah. I guess you're yeah. fooled both times. If you got if you got song if you got uh, the self-titled album from song two and you thought it was gonna be like that, it wasn't. Mm. And then if you got thirteen. For tender, and you're like, oh, maybe they're going like laid back country. Yeah. yeah, like the the other only other song that I would think was even like close to tender would be coffee and TV, and those aren't anything alike. Yeah, they're not. It's just those are acoustic more guitars, standard acoustic guitar, yeah, pop song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just the only way I can explain it is space rock. So it's got Pink Floyd in it. It's got even Radiohead, OK Computer, oh, yeah. like this kind of guitar tone that we hear in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, and that's what uh, Coxon's great at. He's, he's great at yeah, that. He's he, a, he does underrated. do that Johnny. Yeah, for sure. He does that Johnny Greenwood. Um, and even uh, when compare them to, to Radiohead, uh, what's his name? Uh, G- G- not Cockty. Um, what band? Uh, Wilco. Um, uh, blanking, 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 all of them. The guitarist. The guitarist. Nails Klein. Nails Klein. Where <clears throat> it just pedals galore and loops and slides and. and and all that stuff and just and underneath an incredible guitarist but he just he's not just gonna do just showing up he's gonna use that to just make a noise uh, I forget someone said it but they said about uh, they said about him that it was like he's not a more guitarist he's a pedal he's a pedal guy yeah you know and just using that and, and making guitarists Making the guitar your own instrument. Yeah, it's a badass way to go about doing. It. Obviously, there's there's overkill with everything, um, but sick. Yeah, there there's we'll get into it when we go into certain songs. But there are there are parts where you said I wasn't even worried about playing the guitar. I was just looking at pedals. Yeah, just like I'm gonna make this mm-hmm. noise, and then it would be like a. It was a solo, but it was just a, a rough track. Like we'll do that, and then actually he was like, no, let's keep this. This is weird noises. On I went a, right, like, on a couple like, a like during coffee and TV. There's uh-huh. a there's a solo that he threw down, and it was supposed to just be a rough track. And he just made a whole bunch of weird noises. He wasn't thinking like, am I playing A to G? But mm-hmm. and then he just listened to it and was like, oh, it doesn't matter. That works. It just sounds dope. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, and then the the other big thing is the breakup. Huge mm-hmm. Justin Frischman from uh, Elastica. 
I was just looking up her. The, everyone knows if you were a '90s child, the song "Connection" mm -hmm. that was their big song. Uh, I don't think they had. They probably were bigger in Europe, or yeah, in Europe and in England. Um, but he was with her for eight years. Uh, and I, from what I've been reading about, there was heroin in that band. That kind of is what fucking dissolved that band. Shocker. Mm -hmm. uh, and her too. And you kind of hear some song, some of the lyrics saying about that, like a girl that I'm losing because of I can't help you with yeah. your your shit. Mm -hmm. Kind of, you know, maybe alluding to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like you're, from what I read, he wanted to settle down, start a family. Can't really start a family when you're on heroin. Yeah. But and I said this on the last podcast. Breakup sometimes it's a great thing because they wrote a great album mm -hmm. and. Then he moved out of her place, moved in with uh, Jamie Hewlett, and Gorillaz was started. The gorillas. So. Yeah. Every mm -hmm. closed, every door opens up another door. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and they, and Blur is together now uh, with the original the the original foursome with uh, Damon Graham Coxon, as we mentioned, Alex James, and bassist, uh, bassist and Dave Rontree. Who's the uh, the, and, the drummer? And also is Bad like a drummer. councilman or something in government. Yeah, for the for that the he's one of those guys who are uh, I think England's having an election now. Be the, the Labour Party. Yeah, yeah, he's one of those like dudes. So yeah, they were always a political band. Mm -hmm. So it's funny that or not. It's just kind of like he became a uh, yep. an actual politician. Um, Auburn refers to this as album as a celebration of love found and lost but not forgotten so it's not there are some it's 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 not um back sea change you know it, there's some songs where he's not talking about love lost he, he's talking about other kind of stuff but there's always that mood there that a guy that's just he's it's his first time being alone in a long time he doesn't know how to handle it <coughs> Um, he also got to travel to Iceland where he loved, he actually had a house there. In so, Reykjavik. Yeah. That's where they, and then that, they also worked at that same studio, uh, in, for the Gorillaz record as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. So something um, about Iceland, Reykjavik, Iceland. And he calls this his soul record. Higher power record. Whatever, whatever you want to call it, but it's him looking for, uh, looking for God. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really cool that the... That you could be that type of band, I guess, the radio I did too, where the band's all, everyone's cool with it. Just, we're going in this direction. And everyone's not even like cool with it, like, all right, you want to go this way, but everyone's excited about it, you know? Mm -hmm. And how can you not be, I guess? Just like, like you want to really experiment. If, and if good shit is coming out of that. That's true. I guess it's sure. always easier. When yeah. It, if, yeah, terrible music's coming out. Maybe you should try to get back together with her. Um, um, yeah, the, so it's called 13. 13 songs on the record. Um, the record cover is an oil painting, back of a woman's back. The drawn by Graham Coxon. Mm -hmm. It's called The Apprentice. Would you say a woman? Looks like a back of like a back of a woman's back, isn't it? Oh no, I see a dude, and that's the front of him. Oh wow, dude. I've never seen it that way, and the nice second you mentioned it, I saw it. I always thought it was like the back of a woman's back. Wow, no, that's, that's weird. Like, did you even see the nipples there? That's so funny. <laughs> I have this on vinyl, and I've never seen it that way. Wow, I that's amazing. Saw that George it was like, just had the like, epiphany. Like, like the woman's hair, and like her her hair is like. I, I know. I, I her back. 
I can't give it to you because that's all that since 1999. That's all I've ever seen is the guy uh, sitting there with his. He's shrugged over. Yeah, I see that now. And he's got the soul light above his. Wow, you heard it. We have that recorded for us. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. See what alcohol does to you? No, that's always what I thought it was. Um, I didn't just discover this record either. (laughs) He has the vinyl. I don't have the vinyl, folks. That's amazing. Uh, That's that's just shows perception. We hope, yeah, one hundred percent. I literally, it was like 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 a woman going like like woman on her like kind of sitting up on her hands and her hair is long but it's curling. She's just wrapped it in front. I just, I'm surprised you didn't see the face. I don't know, dude. I don't know. <laughs> you see what you want to see. Yeah, man. exactly. I, I mean, that, that makes moment. sense, like a woman who's leaving and you see just the back away. of her. But no, that's a, that's a dude shrugging, being like, yeah. I don't know well, what the see, fuck. Like, how, like, it's the, the outline of his face is, it is pretty pale, but yeah, now that night you mentioned it, it's like, how the fuck? And then you even see the nipples. Yeah, the nipples, George, and the stomach. Like, that, what kind of back is that? Sucked in, skinny guy back. It's a painting. It's art, bro. It's art. Well, that's great that we have that, and you could just hear George's like epiphany. He, I think he let out like a. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Never saw it before. Uh, yeah, and then the thirteen that looks like a B. Which is dope. And there was actually um, Damon Arbarn's studio is called Studio Thirteen. Oh, cool. So there's all that. But yeah, yeah it's not, I didn't I didn't know about the B for a while. Then I was like, oh yeah, that is a B. Blur. Nice. Because there's no. Uh, there's no woman looking the other way. Yeah, and what is interesting about this one, all the records, it's like very clear that, at least for uh, Leisure, Park Life, and Self-Titled, it's those very like clear, kind of cliche, but I, cliche, like almost stock photos. I loved them because no other albums no, that I owned were even close n- to not that. Not at all. And then there's the, and then the other ones are kind of artsy. Uh, yeah. There's like one with the, the, the think tank is like the Banksy. Well, oh, that's Banksy after John, too. That's after, after all this. But yeah, pre. And then uh, what's the one with the the uh, 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 the the train on the front? Modern life is rubbish. Yeah, modern yeah. life is rubbish. But and it's then, still like an old stocky photo, yeah, like a yeah. painting. But but not like the yeah. the, the photos from Le- from Leisure Park Live mm-hmm. are like they look like they're by the same photographer with the crystal same clear. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. guy jumping like in the Uber water. Clear. Yeah, the guy like yeah, diving in the water, yeah. and then the woman with the. The woman with the, it, uh, it the really, swim cap or whatever. It, it, that was like part of their thing that got me. I don't know. Like, obviously the music has to be it, but yeah, something about those covers. No mm-hmm. one was doing that in that time. Mm-hmm. It was like it, artistic, but like cool. You wanted to look at it, even though there wasn't that much to it. It was just a guy jumping in the water. Yep. But I liked it. Uh, yeah, in Park Life with the dogs racing. Yeah. Um, and then obviously with the woman not looking at you is this album. <laughs> That's so awesome. We should just move on to the record now, Charlie. I think we've discussed that enough. Thank you very much. Um, and and where they got? I still, I, like, I still see it. Yeah, well, dude, you've seen it for twenty fucking years. Yeah. You weirdo. Yeah. Twenty or whatever, eighteen years. Yeah. Unbelievable. Nineteen. Yeah. Interesting. Love that. That's so uh, good. Well, so good. You live and learn. Like I, I'm gonna, I, 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 I see both of them. It's I'm like gonna one of play those optical, that back at your funeral. <laughs> it's like it's like those optical illusion drawings where it's like an ugly man, and then you you just look at it a different way, and then it's the pretty woman. That's how I see it. Yeah, I think we no one really knew much about George, but one thing he definitely didn't know. <laughs> he didn't know it was on the cover. Blur thirteen. He had the fucking vinyl, guys. He was staring at it some days, and just Which, there's uh, the woman again. Is in his will, and I think he might have given those to me. So uh, see you later. Uh, so William Orbit, the reason they started working with him. Is 
is there's an album called Busted and Drone, and I would give it a listen. Have you listened to it? It's the it's the remix album where they just have a whole bunch of people do remixes of their songs. Of Blur songs? Bu- yeah, Bustin' and Dronin. I don't it's kinda cool. Bustin' and Dronin. I it's don't on think so. it's on Spotify. Um, and it's it's pre this album obviously, mm-hmm. but uh, William Orbit did a song called Moving On and they really liked it and that's kinda where they were like, Let's go with this guy. Mm-hmm. Big Burp, Steven Street was fine with them moving on. He said I was surprised they didn't move on earlier. Like they were such an a um, Experimental and just they had they always had ideas and songs. They they were never a band that was like, oh, these guys are getting washed up. Yeah, like they're just well, we all know Damon Albarn's story by now. Mm-hmm. The guys, he's just flooded. continuously. It's, it's weird. That good shit. It's weird. Great shit. Um, so yeah, so they were always just coming up with music and they they switched it up. And uh, as George and I think, it's one of their finest records for sure. Definitely not. Listen, listen to it the first time and be like, "Yep, yeah, I get it. That's mm-hmm. cool. It's my favorite album." Mm-hmm. No, it it this is takes a, a couple. They, it grow, yeah. It's a grower. Yeah, yeah, definitely a grower. And 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 uh, you mentioned the one after this thing. Tank was kind of like a weird. I era. loved it. Yeah, and but the, <clears throat> the, even the new, the newest one that they did this this the two thousand Magic Whip thirteen Magic Whip is with Stephen like, Street. They brought yeah, him back. It's like fuck yeah, but yeah. like yeah. still around. They're back Great together. Record. I've seen them once. I was supposed to see them the second time. I got sick. That show at the ball. Got sick a couple times at shows yeah. recently. And, um, yeah, well, just because it was recent, this not happens all the time. Why don't you get healthy, bro? I'm trying to. I'm drinking beer. But I did go to that show at the Hollywood Bowl. Mm-hmm. My first time seeing Blur. My only time. You didn't see Michael Coachella? Oh, we saw Michael Coachella. We saw Michael Coachella. Yeah. Wow. Idiot. Wow, dude. Wow, let's just make Charlie feel like a big dumbass idiot yeah. right now. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I, did the, 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 the thing about Blur is that everyone was trying to get us to go with them yeah. to other shows, so I didn't get to fucking enjoy you, it like I wanted. You were to. the one person where I was just like, no, if you, are you saying? You're saying? You're yeah. You get us to ask them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just, it was one of those things where. Yeah, they were, that was like when they were made their comeback. Yeah. Before and, Magic and, and we did stay, but it was more like. I wasn't feeling. with a group of people that were enjoying it, yeah. and I was just like, "You fuckers!" I'm yeah. not mad, but yeah. it's just like, I should have just went on my own yeah. or with you. Yeah. Um, I, so I guess when I went to the Hollywood, it was just me and my glory. I was like, "Oh, it's Blur yes. all to myself." Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. Um, and they were great. Um, so yeah, thirteen. So like it's... I said, I saw them twice on the record. <laughs> As... On the record, uh, and uh, yeah. so yeah, that's. I like I like and came in with the acoustic folk songs, went on a journey. That's uh, it's kind of where yeah you think about this album. Just uh-huh. they they go weird here. So it's it's gonna be not tough. Well, what was the quote from the last one that uh. Talking about music is like uh, fishing for fishing architecture. for ar- architecture. Yeah, uh-huh. and this album is really tough to the most standard pop songs. You, you like it is a verse chorus. It kind of stays here. Mm-hmm. These songs go in so many directions, so yeah. it's gonna be a little weird. Being like, well, this is one part, but mm-hmm. the next three minutes are nothing like mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're professionals. Yeah, we'll, we'll bring you the hot takes. We're so professional. We don't know how many times we've seen this band, and we don't know what the cover <laughs> looks like. <laughs> So you're talking to two guys who got themselves under <laughs> their shit together for sure. <coughs> we will start the record with one of those songs that, like how Charlie just said, that you think, oh, it's going to be like this, and it, it doesn't go that way. No. We will start with number one, Tenda.
song pretty much jams out the like the middle end of it just gets oh my baby bigger just gets okay bigger. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. Uh, yeah i guess you're right yeah it just gets bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger um yeah this song and just then the, the little like acoustic guitar solo yeah and he said about the solo when it goes there he said he was kind of making fun of like a metal solo but it's like twangy mm-hmm. too at the same time um yeah, I guess you have to hear it to, to understand it. But yeah, this song is very hypnotic, but in a very slow, hazy trance way. And they, they even wrote they wrote it at night where they just kept playing it over and over again. And they would just think up lyrics and just get yeah, the beat down that. over and over again. Yeah. Um, and, and if you were wondering if this is a heartbreak uh, record or breakup record, here's song number one. Let you know yeah. right away. I mean, the word tender is just. I mean, it's a tough. It's word. another word for money. Tender money. Um, so, uh, bit Johnny Cash, Exile Main Street, and give peace a chance. That's how uh, Damon Arbarn put it. What was the Johnny Cash song? Just a bit oh, of just, Johnny Cash, oh, okay. Exile on Main Street, mm-hmm. and then give peace a chance. Give peace a chance for sure. Yeah. yeah just you, the repetitive, you repetitiveness. Got the the London it. Community Gospel Choir. Yeah. And it sounds almost like a song to yourself, which is him turning in on himself. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Tender is my heart for screwing up my life. Get through it. Get mm-hmm. through it. Singing to himself. Yeah, you're trying to pull yourself out of the out of the uh, the dregs of heartbreak. Yeah, and into beauty. Yeah, and yeah, it's a, this is if you're gonna say soulful, you could play this at church. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's been played at church. <laughs> In a church, at church, with church. Yeah, and then just, you got oh, my baby. Oh my baby. You oh, got wow. Graham Coxon singing right here. So you got both of them. Yeah. Um, the the two collaborations that Damon Auburn joked about it on this record. He's like, you know, we're, we've changed our our style when the only two singles are Graham Cox. And, yeah. Like this songs and, and, are, uh, or he's on the like you would never expect that before. Yeah. And coffee and TV is on. Yeah. His, like it seems the whole thing there. Um, there's the yeah, solo. There's a solo. No, we missed it. Uh, it's really short. Uh, it's no big deal. So yeah, you just get kind of lost in that hypnotic drum beat. Yeah, and I love the acoustic guitar with everything else. It just doesn't yeah. seem like it would fit. Yeah. But it does. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Love is the greatest thing. Get through it. Yeah, and you almost don't want to like try to 
With this kind of hypnotic song, you just kind of want to repeat yourself. Mm-hmm. It becomes like a mantra. Then, yeah, it's a drony. Yeah, exactly. It's a mantra. Yeah. <clears throat> um, tender is my heart for screwing up my life. Lord, I need someone who can heal my mind. So it's that not defeated again. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for that next love and feeling. Um, I love the choir in it too. You gotta go big. English yeah. people always bring in choirs when they need to. When they need to go big. It's nice. Uh, I, and I do even like the intro, the tinny cassette. Oh, it the sounds like they're outside yeah. almost. Yeah. You know, that's how the song opens. Um, and then at the end, do they say "Heal me"? Like "Heal me, kill me." Sounds yeah. like they say "Heal me, kill they're, me." They're, they're doing that the callback thing yeah. back and forth. Oh my baby, heal me. me. Yeah. Heal me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they bring it down here. Yeah. Bring it down. Bring it down. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. They just keep riding this hypnotic song. Um, and just in 1999, when this came on, was not expecting, especially from Blur, who just wrote, woohoo, mm-hmm. you know? Nice shift. Mm-hmm. But things will change. Yeah. We'll get, like, hot and heavy and spacey real quick with the... Uh, with the paranoid Bugman. Bugman. Song number two. Number two. Love's the greatest thing sludgy guitar yeah. it's not like all the mid is out or whatever it is yeah. it's just yeah yeah, yeah they didn't want to sound like a uh, grunge they wanted to defeat grunge but they uh they ended up going that direction uh-huh. well, at least with Bugman. yeah paranoid huh yeah it sounds like it mm-hmm. and Bugman, it's kind of a druggy song uh this is, like, if, if this wasn't on uh train spotting but i'm surprised it wasn't it's funny because they're on the train spotting soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, not this one. No. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got the weird na na na's, evil. It sounds like a Halloween, like. I don't know, it sounds like evil kids na 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 it. And then this chainsaw solo. Give it up for this for a second. Like, what is this solo? Just him screaming through the white noise. 
Yeah, that's fucking saw buzz. And it's, yeah, buzzsaw. Buzzsaw, it's got <clears throat> alarms and things flying through. It's a great headphone album, we didn't say that. Yeah, and it, that's like, uh, what's, uh, kind of reminds me of the end of, like, not War on War by Wilco. Like, now, now that you mentioned it, like, this okay computer yeah. and, and, uh, and Yankee Hotel Foxtrot kind of all go together. Like, yeah. What's the song that's before War on War? On, um, Camera? Camera. Yeah, the end of camera. Makes some weird noises. Yeah, things cutting out. Yeah. yeah. Kill switch and shit. Shit flying around. Yeah. This uh, song kind of sounds like Suffragette City from David Bowie. Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. It's got that. And right here, this sounds like Wilco right here. Song's dissolving, so it it drops out here and then it goes into the, this nice doom ba doom boom boom. So it literally stops. Oh, a little flying in. And then, then they just go into this jam. Space is the place jam is what I call it. And now they ride off that riff. So that must have just been another jam. And they're like, let's just add this to the yeah. end of that song. Well, yeah, it works. Um, yeah, I'm an ex-offender. They let me out in the summer. Is that like a pedophile? Is that a drug dealer? Is that someone looking for the looking for a drug dealer? Yeah, it, it's like it's uh yeah the bug man look out for him. It's like I just, it seems like a paranoid like the guy on drugs and like literally like swiping away at like something yeah. that's not there. Yeah, like oh no, it's the bug man, it's the bug man. Yeah, he's just running through here. running through the streets. Yeah, the wet streets of England. He's got no sense of existence. He knows the nodding dogs. I say where yeah. And it's his, the character that Damon Auburn's in right now, it sound, he sounds like a crazy man. Mm-hmm. And oh, he's singing 100%. Space is the Place, and it's just... It's just a chaotic fucking song. Everything drops. It almost sounded like you were fucking around with that. <laughs> and then it slowly drifts out. It's just a, it's just a banger yeah. in the song. I think it goes right into yep. Coffee and Deviance. We'll go going. straight into song number three. Perfect the next timing. single. One of my favorites. Love this drum intro.
obviously the it's a single off the album. Oh yeah. And it is Graham Cox and Penn. Yeah. Super chord progression. This is their uh, this is their creep. <laughs> just in, in, in the fifth, uh, not the sound wise, but just that like uh, being kind of a down and out. Yeah, down and out, and, and, and you know, sociability is hard enough for me. Yeah. And just kind of being, uh, you know. Well, yeah, it's it's, it's going back to Graham Cox, and he was really bad uh, alcoholism, uh, and this is him trying to give up on alcohol and trying to relate to life uh, normal, yeah. and it sucks. Like, Coffee and TV is just like... Just, yeah, easy. give me that. I can nod off onto that. My new drug is coffee and TV. I go out into the country. Uh, there's people there who hurt you uh, because of who you are. Your ears are full of their language. There's wisdom there, you're sure, until the words start slurring and you can't find the door. You know, and the, those drunken nights you go out and you're just chit-chatting with everyone. You're missing sociability and it's just the alcohol. And then yeah. if you were normal and you went out to a bar, you would sit in the corner and then just go home. Here's the, uh... The solos. I call this spine tingling. It's coming up slowly up your nerves, man. The bass, too, is so great. Rising. Yeah. It's coming up the back of your neck. Coming up the throat. Drops back in. Perfect. Um, yeah, struggling to fit into society. The only alternative is a mundane, boring life. Kind of what they were always railing against. And almost that moment where you're like, I kind of have to accept that to live. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, the being a rock star and all that, like... It's killing me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 30. I've seen so much, I'm going blind, and I'm brain dead virtually. Yeah. Yep. And just the, the melodies on them. So so them two singing so together, too. Yeah, you know? and the, and the, especially on that chorus. Um, I, Go again. Yeah, so I like this part. The, 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 uh, and then everything would drop out. Weird guitar solo, and then they come up with their voices, and then you get the keyboard. Love that. Yeah. Um, and again, this solo, these little solos were just filler at, at first, and they just wanted to keep it. And that's a great outro. We yeah. can start over again. Little noises, and then they drop out. I think here. Oh, one more time. Very Beatles. Yeah. 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 <laughs> George is having a good time with this song. Yeah, great bass line, everything. It's just a great song. Alright, we'll go in. As... as quickly as things were looking up, even though they're singing about alcoholism. Mm-hmm. We're going to Dirty Swamp. Swamp, 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 swamp. Number four, Swamp Song. Swamp Song. Waka waka.
Walker. Yeah. Sludgy, swampy. Kind of Bugman's dirty cousin. British swamp music. It's weird. Oasis had swamp song a couple years earlier with. Mm-hmm. What's the morning story? What's the What's story, the story morning, morning Glory? What's the morning? What's the morning glory story? Um, it sounds like another it's like again, Bugman. Just mm-hmm. give me anything. I'll take mm-hmm. your drugs, I'll take your religion, I'll take your sex, I'll take your insanity, I'll take music. Just give me something. Yeah. I'm a believer. Whatever you say whatever yeah. you want. Got it, Just, I'm in. I'm in, yeah. Um, and is this a is this a heroin song? Yeah, it's got it's got some heroin. Uh, stick it in my bangs. Yeah. Waka waka. And then it's got the evil chanting of the na na na's in a little bit too. The na na. Those little evil children that Damon Alron likes to bring out. Yeah. So just looking for anything to get by. I'm, whatever you sell me, I'm in right now. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just a lost soul. And then I like but when it's not doing the evil na na nas, it's the won't obey with you. The call and response British songs. Yeah. <clears throat> and yeah, I've never heard Damon Albarn like this. Just this. It, his voice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, the kind of the song kind of reminds me of that song Arabella by uh, also British band um, Arctic Monkeys. Mm. Yeah. I can't relate right now, but yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so like, like painful, like so soulfully painful. Yeah. Painfully soulful. Yeah. You know. Huge organs right here. Like weird darker organ sound going on. Mm. And they bring it back again. It's the evil children. Na na na. And then he starts singing maniacally, and then he starts. He does this huge scream. And this is a weird song. Mm-hmm. Again with the outros or with the always outros mm-hmm. and shifts. Mm-hmm. That scream. Yep. Yeah, that's a that's a man tortured, trying to just fucking give me something, anything. Yeah. It's that coffee and TV thing of just uh, this is the this is just whatever works. Mm-hmm. So there's getting off drugs and there's getting on harder drugs. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We'll move on. Whatever works best. Does that song end like that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to turn number. There's a little whisper in it then, too. It's weird. Song number five. 1992. 1992.
Catch you before it goes into this organ shredding. It's so dope right there. That organ's gnarly. Yeah. Oof. So here you hear just a very easy strumming song that was brought in, and then it turns into this stretchy, disturbing song. Originally written in 1992. 1992. That's when the band was really starting out. I think they were on their second album, or just at the beginning of their career. They, I guess, they were going through a rough patch, and he was writing this song. That's also when he started dating Justine. So it's kind of referring back to the good times. And now, like, where the fuck did we end up here? Um, you love my bed. You took the other instead. Boom. So that's. I mean, you could go. You could write a book about a relationship, or you can just write. You love my bed, and you took the other instead. And we all get it. Fair enough. Now this this solo right here, I'm pretty sure it's just morphing. I'm pretty sure it's an an older solo, like another solo that was slowed down, stretched open. This little thing right here, it just keeps morphing. It's just a solo that's one long note stretched out over a long period of time. So we got some trickery going there. We got some wall of sound. Like you're now you're like flowing into the guy's head who just got lost. You got the yeah. It's like it's like the uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when you're on the uh, faster and faster and faster when yeah, they're faster. on the boat. Just like faster. Yeah. And surely we'll be flowing. Yeah. It's got a it's got the kind of the sounds of you could be on the wall. Yeah. The guitar tone too. And just the wash. Just the wash of everything. Wall sound. Yeah, it sounds like a storm's coming. Mm-hmm. Like that guy was just playing that simple strummy song, and all of a sudden he just gets lost in his thoughts. And this is now you're in it. This is where he's at. But he's like, I'm just playing a nice, soft, easy song. And this is what's going on. In just the dun dun dun. Yeah, it's the same chord. Two chords, I And then there's like weird mumbling. He's like talking to himself. There's like screaming going on. Here comes another note from that solo. Yeah, this isn't an easy listening pop song. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Their voices screaming. (laughs) But he's still strumming. He's holding on. He's holding on. It's like, it's like, it's like, like guy just trudging along. Yeah, the acid's kicked in, and he's just like, all I do, I gotta strum these two chords. <laughs> I know G and I know E. I can do those too. Yeah, this has just gone into a disturbing levels. <laughs> Very peak flighty. Yeah. Especially with the kids talking too. Yeah. Those washes of things floating in now. This is a tough album to explain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least, yeah. The sound-wise, you know, what do you owe me? The peace of your mind. You love my bed. You took the other instead. Yeah, just uh, um, 
we agreed on something and then now you did that. I like that. What do you owe me? The price of your peace of mind. Going into business in agreement of your bombast. I'm the one who settled you down and now you want out? Yeah. I got you all settled out? Fuck you. Fuck you, 1992. Uh, We'll move on to You could just say B-L-U-R-E-M-I. Oh, just want to make sure that everybody knows what's going on. Blue Raimi? Blue Raimi. Blue Raimi Faso Lati Do. This is like, alright, yeah. cool. Like, you got you got everybody back on track here. Space, space punk. Music. Space punk, yeah. And I stand by this blur. Oh, I like this little weird little harmonica. Or like, what is that? I don't know what that is. Is it? The uh, melodica. Right here, you say B L U R E M I. And then he's got some weird fucking voice. And you might have played this song over again. It's a short one, right? Yeah. Um, oh, then the space solo. So what I what I like about Blur, if you take each one of their albums, there's like a punk song in each of them. And he's very like he's very Sex Pistols in this, you mm-hmm. know, like in a loop of another pop group. Yeah. Um, and he does that on each, even on during Gorillas, he has a song called Punk, I think, and it's a punk song. So he's always got he's always got that ambition to him too, a punk side of him. But, it's fun to play, and and it's just, but he never does like the standard punk. Like this is such mm-hmm. a weird those solo mm-hmm. those we couldn't think of what the instruments were. He, he added that to the punk element instead of just being like, oh, here's a punk band doing a punk song. Yeah, he's adding elements to it. Yeah, but then also he's got the uh, this is the end of it too, huh? Of that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this was a punk, this is a punk song earlier in the song, like literally thirty seconds ago. Just was in the dreamland. I guess it's setting you up for a battle, but uh, the song it's B L U B L U R E M I Blur E M I E M I was their record label. Kind of calling out uh, the 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 verses are group using a loop of another pop group group shooting a hoop and starving it up into the soup. Um, <laughs> just using loops or copying or just a, a watered down version of another band. Mm-hmm. You, know, you saw that with Nirvana and that whole thing. Um, and even kind of making fun of themselves, like we're doing a punk song. Yeah. Like this has been done. This sound. Because um, I'm because uh, I'm of regular features, and Adidas trainers completing the cycle until the teenage maniacs can bring them on back. The yeah. kids love it. Yeah. It gets them it gets them moving their feet. Yeah, I like his snarl too. Yeah, it's very it's very Johnny Rotten. Yeah. 
Johnny Rotten. The dirty, dirty bass line. Yeah, it's got those horns, and then it's got guitar solos, or just like guitar delays that a usual punk song would never have, and I like where Blur takes it. So listen to the Blur albums. They have little pop song or little punk songs, but they're always got a twist to them. This is the one that Dexter, I had this on in the car, and he was like, this is a weird song. He like had to mention, he's like, this is weird. And all the that, other stuff you listen to is regular. This is weird, but especially that like that's I I remember being like, what is going on? I didn't know for a while that it was just him saying it. You are, yeah. And he's doing the chubba chubba chubba, and then I love those horns or whatever the fuck it is that you said it was. Yeah, throwing a, a punk song, yeah. making a a statement on the music scene, you know. So it's not this isn't about the breakup or anything. Mm-hmm. Just a badass punk song. Alright, so they come out of this and they do that weird breakdown because the next song you have to. You can't just go from this punk song, you gotta settle it down. Oh uh, from from this one to Yeah. Uh, and and this this little run we have from here on out is pretty dope. It's really mellow, but it's it's the most like experimental out there that Damon Auburn and Blur. Hit out of all his music and out of all Blair's music, the most like out farthest out they've yeah. gone there. Mm-hmm. So let's start it up. This is the opening song that we had during our uh, our opening. Uh, number song number seven. Battle. To go out with yeah, this the is still, outro from Blur, Blur M I. Don't do B dot B dot. <laughs> and we will go into song number seven. Battle. You heard it. You heard it early, so we won't let it go too long. Because mm-hmm. then we can play the end. gone into weird territory so I call this space side whatever you whatever so this almost sounds like a, like a Deftone song interesting when they go really experimental yeah. yeah and I was thinking it was the tremolo guitar or the but it, you're right it might just be him holding down the key and then you got those wide expanse keys coming up and he's just saying, battle someone, please. Battle a relationship. Battle yourself. Oh, 
That stutter beat is perfect for it, the way it kicked in. And you can barely, barely audible. Barely muster the words. Yeah. yeah. And the lyrics are completion, completion search. Here, I love the bow. See me walk on down to adorn myself. It's a new song, Glory. Because see me, what do you think of now? Huh? What's that? <laughs> Can tell, yeah, it's the battle of... His peace of mind? Battle of him for himself, yeah. I mean, the, the end. Keep sounds, keep love about, see me overcome. Yeah. A completion search, like looking for your complete self as you shattered. Uh, yeah. Keep sounds, keep love about, send me, see me overcome. Yeah, I didn't see that part. And the the leg, yeah, the wakakaka. You get the feedback always kicking in. The song is always on the verge of about to just break apart. Yeah. The weird little samples in the background. It's just, it, it's such a great sounding record, uh, song. No idea it's, what's going it, on though. It's it's just so full, and especially with the like the electronic. Yeah, everything's coming in and out, the in and out. Yeah. And meanwhile, the drum, but the drums are the whole time. And then it just drops right out now, yeah. right when you say it. And then you hear birds chirping. It it this is very wall where it's like a man insane. Yeah. Now you're at peace. And you know, just at the end of the day, it's just those battle, battle, battle. Just that, just that way of saying it just sounded perfect at the time. I'm sure he, I'm sure that's what he started with. And he's like, I don't want to say anything else. Like I could try different words, but that's good. It's him being his most esoteric. And then it just gets weird from here, right? From 528, mm -hmm. there's a guitar screaming into this jam at 6.34. I think that's a completely different jam. Where are we at? Let's go to 5.28. Let's just go out there. I, I just, we can't describe it, just listen to this. We're listening with you. We'll go into Mellow Song.
still the same song. Whatever this is. the same thing, I'll just choose different sounds. Sid Barrett to me. Ah, yeah, I never thought about it. Yeah, yeah. it kind of is. It's a really disturbing song. It's super out there. It sounds like it's on the moon. He says things about moon, right? It just sounds like this is... I kill this sleep. I'm the man in the moon, walking on sand on my high home noon. My home high noon. On my own high noon, yeah. In love with the moon. Love you. <laughs> is this where I'm going to? We'll see. Left my street, I'm a guillotine. It just sounds like a guy trying to forget in a drug stupor. Uh, the beat comes in here. And again, so we had that folky Sid Barrett opening, and then it just goes into these... There's that little... Horn thing that I love that I'm not really sure. And these slow... It's like a saxophone. It's like a... Really? I saw that, uh, what's his name, play the saxophone. Um, and this backwards solo guitarist comes swimming in. Oh, and this is the one that sounds more like Radiohead when the guitar is kicking here. It's very Radiohead edition. So this is just like a Will C song. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going here. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, this is, this is pretty. Right there. Right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. 
It's got like boop. That sound might have been the melodica, like I said. It, I think it's. It I think you're it right. Says Damon Albarn. Yeah, it does play. You're right. It does play melodica. Yeah, it might just be all melodica. Well, he's doing a hell of a job on it. So it's like he always lulls you in with these nice little acoustic numbers at the beginning, and then they just. He's got to. Um, he's got to flare it up. I love them, but yeah. they're just. I, don't know how, I can't explain them. This sounds nice. Sounds really nice. <laughs> Mellow song. And, uh, yeah, it's the drunken super. Yeah, he sounds like a guy who's drunk super. Left my street, I'm a guillotine pulling away a machine. Where have I been now? Not you. Mm-hmm. Shooting stars in my left arm, a little more drugs there. Brings up giving away time to Cassio. Mm-hmm. Cassio on a plastic mm-hmm. beach. Cassio. So. He loves bringing up Cassio. Loves a Cassio. <clears throat> I think he has another song about Casio on um, Think Tank. Casio, yeah. So maybe he's getting paid by Casio. Who mm-hmm. knows? So, well, is that so? What happens there? Is that the end of the song? Is it just pause right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, so it comes in. So he <laughs> says, "Song number these next songs." After we just heard those two, he says, "This is the last of his ambiguous songs." <laughs> okay. Something like U2 Octune Octune Baby. Number nine. Trailer Park. Trailer Park. These all just sound, they're just one big, massive. The more I think about it, I think it just, it's, he's saying freestyle. I think mm. it is just freestyle. Sounds like the British Beck in this yeah. one. Yeah, In this one nice. specifically. I'm a country like, boy, I got, got like, no soul. Don't sleep at night, the world's growing old. Lost my girl to the Rolling Stones. And the kettle whistle thing here? Mm. The... <coughs> yeah, I'll give you that back for sure. And I hear the beginning of Gorillaz too. Mm. Oh, for sure. The... Yeah. Yeah, and then he does this freestyle thing, kind of like a hip hop, like yeah, yeah, I'm about to throw down, I'm about to throw down. Uh, Trailer Park. There was also they were writing the song for South Park at the time for one of the maybe the theme song Mm -hmm. because it was right around that time when South Park came out. They were one of the bands up there. They lost to Primus. Did a good job. Um, It's a good walking song. Yeah, and he's just riffing. Uh, I lost my girl to the Rolling Stones. He said that's kind of a reference to, well, we know the Rolling Stones, but a 1970 movie called uh, Performance has Mick Jagger in it. And it's a, like a drug-fueled, decadent type of movie where, you know, he's sleeping with ladies. just like, I lost myself to the rock and roll lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I wanted to settle down-ish. And someone wanted to keep going down that alley. I just really love the 
the kettle or something that makes the song. And then the little yeah, the the, the was the last from here. And then even now the song yeah, the last five are just like more this. It's just like a checked out mentally. Uh, fuck it song. It's kind of like sounds like the beginning of tomorrow comes today. Yeah, you can hear that. But then, but then I think it has a punk ending here. It picks up at the very end. I think it might even drop out. Uh, but yeah, country boy got no soul. Don't sleep at night. The world's growing old. Oh well. Mm-hmm. And like his other songs would have so much more social commentary. These are just mm-hmm. here it is. I say it over and over Free again. Freestyle. Freestyle. Forty-five. Nice little guitar rundown. Yeah, the song they make me happy in a crazy way. I feel comfort in these songs. Mm-hmm. And man, I would have liked to sit in on these jams when they were just making yeah, this I, shit up. Like, oh, that works. That works. We'll do that. Here's the, the punk yeah. ending. How they thought to go there? I don't know. The basis was just like, fuck this. Let's take yeah. it up. I, I barely had anything to do with this whole song. <laughs> <laughs> and we quickly dissolve in. Remember, this is the last of his ambiguous songs. These next three. So that was the first one. Mm-hmm. Here's number 10. This is... Ooh. I mean, I don't know how else I can say it, but just this might be the weirdest one. Caramel. Number 10. Caramel. 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 Another uh, just talking to himself, you know, kind of the, the, the opposite of tender where I'm going to get better. This is just him by himself. I'm going to get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's, 
this is like the downtrodden. Yeah, like he's been telling himself for a while, and he just yeah. keeps saying yeah, it. Kinda, he's lying in his bed. Gotta get better. He might be high. We got some drug references to caramel, that oozing gravy feeling all over you. But he's saying, I gotta get better, I gotta stop smoking. It's one thing I should do, yeah. probably help me out. Where is the magic? Oh Lord, give me the magic. I gotta find Mount Hills and live by the mountains. I'll love you forever. Yeah, just, uh, he says rainbow, it's just the utterance of a, a madman. But the, the vibe of the song is so cool. It's got a delay guitar going on with it's doing that, doing the caramel. Uh, and then George and I were again, we're talking. I think it's a saxophone line. The just a quick little burst. Just those cool little walk down on the keyboards. I just always love the sounds he's getting from his keyboards. Um, caramel, sticky situation. Could be that. That he's found himself in. Um, yeah, just a. <coughs> There's a quote about the, uh, you're, you're saying the ambiguous songs, the, I think it was from BBC Music, said songs like 1992, Caramel, No Distance Left to Run, Dripped Weary, disaffect, Disaffection. This was a band now completely out of pop, out of love with pop. And it's like you had the songs like Tender and, and even, even Bugman. And you know those are like more like okay, and then you have this at the end of it. It's that's, just like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, let's from, write a song that like you can't sing along to. From battle on, I mean, it's just been, and and this isn't like a negative thing. It's just, but it, there's no pop song, especially if you know pre Blur. Mm-hmm. This isn't some experimental band that came out like this. This is just and then this and then this and this this explosion of love. I don't know what he's saying here. This, uh, this again is just kind of low. Oh no, he says low, low, low at the end. But what, what's that? Love? Uh, and he's answering himself. Rainbow. Flavor, flavor. this and then we move this and screaming and experimental mm -hmm. up the Oop. wing wang Moves and then I think at the end of this they do a little optagon which is the last song uh, it kind of comes in for a second uh, and then there's a car start car starts like so uh, so here we go from here on, that delay guitar fades out, and then this little right there—it's Optagon. It's the last song of this. It sounds familiar to this. Optagon is a kind of keyboard too. That it's a trippy, weird-sounding sound too. It sounds far distant off. Uh, this only goes for 30 seconds. Everything start stops. A car starts up, and there's a cool little bass jam. Again, the bass is like, I want to play something, mm -hmm. you motherfuckers. This is my time. 
dope. And we go into the final of the ambiguous, ambiguous songs on the album. Um, and it almost, we're almost getting to the end here. Uh, great listening experience, but just in another world. Not for, not for everybody. No. No. We're going to Trim Trap. Trim Trap. Trab is a Adidas shoe from, from the 80s. Yeah. Um, is, is it, you know, I'm just, just back in line, I'm, I'm just as fashionable just or just up with the trends as everyone else? But, I sleep alone. Oh, I'm with I can, everyone. I can keep up, but, but I'm alone. I'm alone. Yeah. I might have, I like the, him saying he's got these cool pairs of shoes. I got no style, yeah. And then there's the drug references, all the losers on the piss again. I doze, doze away. It's just the way it is. I'm alone, so fuck it. It's a very drifty song. It's got those piano keys. It has a Wayne's World. And I think it drops right here. Kind of like a different, not as quick. Classical kind of sound. And he comes in again. <laughs> we go into another weird territory of the song. In, at the beginning, it's it's a, like a warbly. He actually gives out a 103 Northwest Null Drive. He gives an address to someplace. Five, five. And then you weren't ready for that. It was explosion, same riff. And now you got... This is where I hear the U2, Octune Baby, the way he sings too. And what the... That, that way his voice sounds is very U2-ish. And he's just repeating himself. A lot of repeating verses over and over again. Doze, doze away. 
funny now that I think about it. When we're about to go into like a big song and pretty pretty clear what this next one is. So it's almost like he's been swimming through to try to like, what am I trying to say here? I'm just saying all this gibberish and, and then... Even the word trim trap just seems like trim trap. Like I didn't know for a while that that was Adidas, so I just thought it was a cool word. I got trim trap. I was mm-hmm. like, is that a drug? Is that like the blues? Is that just a word he made up? Like I got something that no one else has. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, it's a fucking shoe. Nice. It's, uh, yeah, but it does sound dope. It's a great yeah. name for a song. Bring back the chainsaw. Chainsaw solos. And he's just screaming in the background right now. Or a couple people are screaming. It's a long scream. So after about one, two, three, four, five, almost the first six songs are pretty standard. Not standard at all, but just at least they're cohesive pop or rock songs, pop rock, whatever you want to call it. Not even pop, but just standard structure. Mm-hmm. We've went through this craziness, which is my favorite part of the album, but it's this is the part where it's multiple listens to kind of get a feel for it. Yeah, I mean, from battle to uh, trim, trim Trap. Trim Trap is for sure the more, yeah. but it's Ex- more than caramel or more, you know. Yeah. Structured, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, Term Trap brings it back a little bit, but mm-hmm. still, it's and out there. And then they Going into No Distance Left to Run. But we're going into the... Do it again, one more time. Penultimate song of the record. This is actually... We're back to somewhat of a structured song mm-hmm. and the most heartbreaking since Tender. Mm-hmm. Number uh, 12. No Distance Left to Run. the ending of tender you know it's the the soft side of tender um and they don't really do a solo they just play the riff over again but it says it all over again right here 
Great guitar playing. And there's little, little tiny trickles of like a piano signal. Sad rain. Yeah. It's over. Yeah, just the final, like, maybe that's what it is, like a tender is like that. I believe love can survive, and now it's just like, nah, it's over. But he does the whole, I hope you're with someone who makes you feel that this life is the life. Well, it definitely feels he's more depressed for himself and his fuck ups than, like, it's not an angry, like, yeah. I hope someone there is to snuggle with you. And they did a doc. The documentary was called "It's uh, No Distance Left to Run." This is it's a, it's a big song, and it's a it's hitching the gut, and it's kind of a nice awakening after you've been in that slumber of fuck all for four or five songs. Um, but just you've gone through the motions in that, and we kind of just did that with you guys for. Uh, most other albums will just kind of talk for a while. We just played through it and just talked over it and just let the album play. So we just, that was the first time we just played the album and talked. And, and went over it, yeah. And it was, it, was, it was hard. It was the best way to do it. Uh, and, and the only way we could, because. Have us fucking repeat ourselves over and over and over like that. And you hear the songs that think. Sometimes you know we're we're not we're not trying to fish with uh, for architecture. Um, too, <laughs> yeah, too hard here, anyways. Yeah, I guess you could call this album like an instrumentalish album, where it's not. It, it's definitely not pop song rich. Well, I mean, that first half. It is. It, yeah. That first half is you know Banger City, and then the second half is like fucking Come drugged to- out, like and just much harder to. To try to break down what with words, saying, man, yeah. and all that. Um, but I mean, fucking love this record. Like just going through this here is just like hell yeah. yeah. It still holds up those songs. You know, different times, different songs, different times. Of, you know, in your life and how you're feeling, or whatever. But yeah. it, it, they're great with this one. Yeah, they hit it out in the park. Uh, Went as went as far as they could as a band, experimental. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been in a band, but you gotta give them props for for really stretching it out. It ain't easy being cheesy. Uh, yeah, laying it all on the line. Um, yeah, and just fuck pop music. We're not feeling that shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Or for this moment. For this back half. Yeah. <laughs> At all. Yeah. Um, I mean, Kid A came out the year after this. This so for as far as big British bands, they kind of did that first initial step into the oh boy. into the the murky muddy waters of they, the uh, space psychedelia. And now they even made it more like Kid A is well, as disturbing as that is. It's a little more. This is more palatable. Yeah, this yeah. is harder to get into. Yeah, for sure, it is. Uh, it's rewarding, and I don't know why or how. I can't explain why it is, but if you've listened all the way through and see that you already like this album, mm-hmm. or you're like, "Oh, I've never heard this," maybe mm-hmm. this sounds cool. So definitely give it some listens and yeah. uh, go listen to uh, Mr. Albarn's solo shit. Um, it's not. That's more, you know, more on the poppy side, but it's uh, pretty mellow. It's mellow, yeah. yeah. I just mean as far as yeah, it doesn't go into this. Experiment. Everyday robots. 
uh, was one of the records, and then the other one. Well, George, you need to listen to Good, Bad, and the Queen. That's what I. That's my homework. What's your homework? Yep. I will listen to it. Yeah, so, I'm, um, I'm surprised. Yeah, I just it, you know maybe I have maybe I have it just doesn't recognize it I yeah. just don't recognize the name but, yeah I mean I recognize the name just I not gonna lie to you I don't think I have I'm glad you're not lying to me <laughs> yeah 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 I've seen that show oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah 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 I uh-huh. know uh, you just do that just to shut people just up. To up but uh anyways thank you so so very dearly much what an album that's quite quite mm-hmm. an experience mm-hmm. um I learned some things today I hope you learned some things today you learned about a new album cover. I did. That's one of the things that I learned. Um, I learned that I've seen Blur twice. Mm-hmm. Not once. Not once. Uh, we and, uh, that's, that's what we have to grow and learn from. Yeah. And, and that's what this album shows is even if you go through some fucking hell, there's a dark beauty that you get to work yourself throughout. Mm-hmm. And you got to do it. Mm-hmm. If you don't, come on, yourself. come on, come on. Get through it. Come on, come on, come on. Love is the greatest thing. That's a good way to end. Yeah, I think I think that's it. So, um, Optagon, that 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 was the penultimate song. So Mm -hmm. now we will play the ultimate song. (laughs) The ultimate song, Optagon Unite. And it's just uh, Optagon I. Yeah, Optagon One. And it just it sounds like you're like sitting on a dock, and like the sitting on the dock of the bay in San Francisco, and you're next to Otis Redding, Mm -hmm. and he's dead. Mm -hmm. He's not saying anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it just sounds like. Like you hear clanging, like things like uh, water hitting stuff, and you just—I don't know—it's a very calming way to to end this album. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> so, Optagon One. Optagon One. We'll see you guys. Thank you for listening. Check out the podcast website www.thisismusicpodcast.com. Uh, rate and review, kiss us, and yeah, leave a um, yeah, leave a comment and <clears throat> subscribe and uh, let us know what you think. And we will see you on the next one for episode 25. We're going to stay British here for a little bit. And we will be doing Radioheads, the band. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye.